Welcome to the Glow Up Table, an audio series created for every woman on her glow up, transforming her life, and knowing what she brings to the table. So grab a seat, sis, tune in wherever you are, and let's get glowing, girl. I am your host, Camille Anwilly, and this is the Glow Up Table Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Glow Up Table. I am your host, Camille Anwilly, and yes, I know what you're thinking. It's been a while since I've given y'all an episode, and you know what, y'all? I I do apologize for that, but your girl had to take care of herself first and also do some inner work and just embark on my journey towards healing I'm going to definitely dive into this more as I speak, but I hope you all have been blessed. You are taking it easy on yourself and you're just being good to yourself and you're continuing to embark on your glow up journey. I know life doesn't always go the way that we want to and certain things do get in the way that we don't necessarily want to showcase on social media and more power to you. I commend anybody who is taking the time to do the inner work and healing for themselves. Um, And really, that's what a glow up is. It has nothing to do with your physical. It's more along the lines of what you are doing to yourself internally that is making you want to act out externally. So big shout out to everybody at the glow gang okay i'm sure you all are like girl where you been at where you been what's good we ain't heard an episode trust me baby i had to take care of some things and i'm gonna go a little bit deeper into why i've been away for the past two weeks and um yeah you know what let's just let's just dive right into it so um as you guys know the globe table has episodes every friday and Since starting this podcast, y'all, I'm learning more and more how to be more open with myself and share my experiences with you all because um, I don't want you all to feel alone. You may think that there are times where you are by yourself when you're struggling, but the reality is, is there's what, how many billion people on this earth? A lot of them are going through the same thing that you're going through. So um, you're not alone. But however, the reasoning that I was away for two weeks, the reason why y'all didn't get an episode is because I had to do something that I've been wanting to do that I've been putting on the back burner for a very long time. And that was to, oh, I'm going to say it. Holy shit. That was to go to therapy. (laughs) Damn, it sounds all dramatic all of a sudden. (laughs) I need some dramatic music or something just to create the uh, dramatic effect. But yes, that is the truth. I was starting to go to therapy. So once a week, I talk to my therapist, who is incredible, by the way, I should just point that out. And, um, you know, there's a lot of things that I don't talk about. There's a lot of things that have happened to me personally that I don't really get a chance to speak up and tell anyone about. And I just found that it was really clogging not only my mental spirit, but my emotional spirit. 
I have this thing where things make sense in my head, but when I get it out verbally, that's where I struggle the most, right? So I'm learning to utilize my throat chakra as well as my heart chakra and hopefully use those two as a way to release whatever it is that I'm holding in. So yes, I've been going to therapy for the past two weeks. I finished my session actually this past Monday with my therapist who is amazing and incredible, by the way. She's compassionate. She's warm. She's also black. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to all my black therapists and all my black counselors, you know? So I just wanted to talk to someone who not only looks like me, but can give me advice and insight in terms of the things that I've been going through. Um, I'm sure you all know, we all have an Instagram account. There's a lot of things that are happening in the world that do affect our mental and emotional state, whether it's with Black Lives Matter, whether it's with COVID-19. You go on CNN each day and there's always something about all the BS that the president is talking about, the election. We have forest fires now in California where 21,000 people have to evacuate their homes. Lives are being lost. Lives are being held at stake. And it really just puts a number on you, you know, and I found myself taking on these energies where I'm also being affected by certain events, right? Like when you read something, for example, like when you read something in the paper, or if you read something that's online, or even an Instagram post about something that relates to what's currently happening, you can feel your energy just take a shift. Like for me, my heart feels really heavy. I start to get um I start to breathe very heavily because I'm taking on this horrific news. I'm taking on the pain and suffering that these people are feeling. And it was the most high when Black Lives Matter took place. And it also reached another high when I read online, I believe it was on NBC or CNN, about the news regarding the lack of justice for Breonna Taylor. The... EMP who was shot in her home by police officers who issued a no-knock warrant and ended up killing her and leaving her to die on the ground. Hearing that she got no justice and instead the walls of the house that she was in got more justice than her. And the fact that the cop or sorry, one of the cops who shot at her gets nothing. So what do you think that has in terms of, like what effect do you think that has on me, a black woman, a person who's part of a group that is disrespected constantly, unprotected and unappreciated? Because as a black person and a woman, you start to ask yourself, well, if something like this happens to me, will I get justice? Or is my family going to get a $12 million settlement for wrongful death? And I think about that a lot. So I've been dedicating these past two weeks to take care of myself. And you know, now that I think of it, y'all, these past two weeks, have been my compassion week. 
So basically it's just a week where I'm learning to have more and more compassion for myself and I'm learning now to just treat myself with the utmost care and with the utmost respect. If you guys follow me on social media at Camille Ann Woolley, you've noticed that I haven't been posting for a while. Um, I'll hop on Instagram every now and then, but I find that whenever I log on Instagram nowadays, I get this heavy feeling in my chest, whether it's from a post talking about mental health, a post talking about triggering subjects, right? I get triggered as well because it lets me know that the things that are triggering me, I need to take care of. You get what I'm saying. So I kind of had to just refrain from social media posting for a little while. Um, it's been very beneficial. It allows me to focus back on my schooling. So for those of you who don't know, I'm currently enrolled in the HR management program at the University of Alberta. So I'm in the midst of changing my career and also looking for a job where I'm able to showcase what I've learned and also showcase the skills and put them to work, right? And you know, that's been a challenge as well. I'm not going to lie, but I find that if something takes a long time, it means that there's going to be a huge outcome. And, um, oh, I feel like I'm going off topic with this a lot, but therapy has allowed me to go back to my past. And that's a place that I despise visiting because in the past, you look at how you handle certain situations, you look at things that you've said, you look at the things that you've done, and you begin to ask yourself, well, why didn't I do anything about this? Why didn't I fight? Why didn't I stand up for myself? I could have said this to avoid it, this conflict with this particular person. Right. And that, that's where the feeling of regret comes into play. And I just found myself getting really, really down on myself. And I would do things like study for school, you know, do my job search, do things to prevent me from having to address those issues and put them underneath the rug. When in reality, it was setting me up for self-destruction. And that's not something that I want to do. I have gone to that place before where I have just emotionally exploded and screamed and just lashed out. And it did absolutely nothing for my soul. It didn't. Instead, I could have just talked about what was going through my mind. I could have talked about my experiences because when I'm with my friends a lot, I'm always the listener, right? I'm always curious to know about what's going on in their lives to the point where I shun myself out from having to tell my own story. And the next thing you know, it's in the back of my head and it's never going to get released. Kind of like Dr. Dre's album. <laughs> Y'all see what I did there? <laughs> Anyways, but you get what I mean. So I made the decision to go to therapy and it's been great. You know, um, the first session was great. It allowed me to just be the driver and be in control of what I say and what comes out of my mouth and how I articulate certain things. But I noticed that after this chat with my therapist, my week just kind of went to shit. And I thought, well, I was able to talk about what's going on in my life. How come it's manifesting into something negative? 
But then I realized, no, Camille, this is not negativity that you're going through. You're just traveling through uncharted waters. You are getting familiar with the unfamiliar. You are experiencing discomfort. And whenever you experience discomfort in anything, especially when it comes to um, healing, it's supposed to happen. It's supposed to be there for a reason. Because before you experience comfort, you have to experience discomfort. You get what I'm saying? So I was like, damn, why, why me? Why is this happening to me? But instead, you can't ask yourself why certain things are happening to you. Instead, ask yourself, why is this happening for me, right? And I remember having a chat with my homegirl last weekend and I told her, yeah, you know, I'm going to therapy. I'm just embarking on this path towards healing. And she said, sis, like, do you feel like, do you feel uncomfortable in a way? And I said, yeah, like I had a falling out with one of my friends. Um, I found myself becoming extremely triggered by certain things that were being posted on social media and my anxiety levels were just getting higher and it became much harder for me to calm myself down because whenever I get anxiety, you guys, like my chest starts to get very heavy, my breathing starts to get heavy and I tend to really project because I'm a very passionate person and I'm also a fire sign. So, you know, (laughs) it doesn't really help. And I have a very hard time coming back down to normal. So whenever I experience anxiety, I get up and I pace around my house. Like I'll do a lap from my kitchen to my living room and I'll just walk in circles or I'll walk back and forth to calm myself down. And I remember telling my therapist this and she said to me, Camille, what you did was you just took control. You, you took control to gain back your power. You could have sat there and had a full-on meltdown, but you took it upon yourself to get up, walk around to calm yourself down. You took the time to take those deep breaths, hence why I do so much yoga. You took the time to inhale and exhale. So therefore, you're gaining control of your emotions and that's really hard to do i guess from what she told me right but going back to the conversation i had with my girlfriend she said you know camille if you're feeling uncomfortable if you feel chaos in a way in terms of your emotions that means that you are in a spiritual shift and i thought what she's like yeah sis you're not going crazy it's all part of ascending and the spiritual shift so I'm just conducting some research right now. And um, basically on this site, it says that realize that you are okay and what you are experiencing is the shift. This is a normal process when the universal vibration energy forces you to rise above your normal 3D level of existence here on earth. It's all okay. And below are the actual symptoms when it comes to ascending. So how to know you're ascending I'm going to read this out to y'all and you can let me know if this is applicable to you. So feelings of ascension include feeling as though you are in a pressure cooker or an intense energy, feeling stress. So remember, you are adjusting to a higher vibration and you will eventually adjust. Old patterns, old beliefs, and old behaviors are being pushed to the surface because I had a certain way 
of um, handling certain situations because I used to be very non-confrontational. I didn't like drama. I didn't like negativity and I did everything and anything possible just to remove it. And so I would remove myself from the situation as opposed to sometimes, I'm not saying to do this all the time, as opposed to sometimes tackling the situation head on, AKA communicating what's going on, communicating how you're feeling, depending on the situation that is, right? So there's a lot going on inside of you. Another symptom is a feeling of disorientation, not knowing where you are, a loss of a sense of place. You are not in 3D anymore. You have moved or in the process of moving into the higher realms. So this feeling of disorientation is necessary. And this week, y'all, I had a few cries to myself. And you know, at the glow up table, I gotta be honest and as transparent as possible. I cried a few times this week because I was feeling uninspired. I couldn't create anything. And I just felt a loss of purpose. I didn't know what my calling was. Even though I was enrolled in HR, even though I know I possess strong leadership skills to be in a leadership position, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what I wanted. Will I get that blessing from the universe? Will I get that blessing from God saying, sis, I found something for you. When will I receive the abundance? And I remember asking God all the time, God, like, did you forget about me? What about me? All of my friends, all the closest people around me are being blessed miraculously. Did you forget about me? And I got no response. And the no response made me even more frustrated and made me become even more disoriented. Another symptom here says, Unusual aches and pains throughout different parts of your body. You are purifying and releasing blocked energy vibrating at 3D while you are vibrating into a higher dimension. So as I speak right now, my chest hurts. My back hurts right in the middle. And I often receive a lot of neck pain. And like I said before, it's uncomfortable. I'm not used to it. I'm a very healthy person. Um, I make sure to take care of myself physically, whether it's through yoga and through meditation. I shouldn't be feeling these types of pains, but I guess according to uh, these, uh, these symptoms of ascending, this could indicate that I'm ascending to higher levels. Waking up at night between 2 to 4 a.m., much is going on, on in your dream state. You can't be here for long lengths of time and you need a break. Now, this point is important because this is called the cleansing and releasing hour. So I go to bed very late because I'm a, I'm a night owl. I just like to create at nighttime. I find that my mind is very much at ease and I can just be in a state where I can relax. The only downside is that um, I'm going to bed at a very late time of the day. So therefore, um, it's really hard for me to fall asleep. Like I'll go to bed between like 1 to 2 a.m. And I find it very hard for me to fall asleep and I have the most random dreams. Like last last time I had a dream, I imagined that I was in the Amalfi Coast in Italy. Crazy, right? And mind you, I finished doing a painting of the Amalfi Coast. And I always look at photos of the Amalfi Coast. And as a matter of fact, it's actually in my manifestation mood board on my Canva. So this could be the cleansing session <laughs> that this article is referring to. 
and also memory loss. So a great abundance of short-term memory loss and only vague remembrances of your past. You are in more than one dimension at a time and going back and forth as if part of the transition you are experiencing is a disconnect. So going back to the past a lot, it also says your past is part of the old and the old is forever gone. Being in the now is the new way of the new world. So maybe I'm having a hard time adjusting to the now. Hence why I'm crying and going to bed at two o'clock in the morning. (laughs) And hence why I don't feel as creative and as inspired as I used to be. Right? So these are some really interesting symptoms. Now, this one, this one is crazy. Let me read this one out to y'all. You're experiencing a loss of identity. (laughs) You try to access the old you, but it is no longer there. You may not know who you are looking in the mirror. You have cleared much of your old patterns and are now embodying a much more light and simpler, more purified divine you. All is in order. You are okay. Well, thank you. And yes, I have been going through a bit of a loss of identity. Sometimes I'll look in the mirror and ask myself, girl, who are you? (laughs) Who are you? And that's where the positive affirmations come into play, you guys. So each week I try to write on my my whiteboard some positive affirmations. So the affirmation that I have on my whiteboard now, it's been up there for a couple of weeks, actually. And it says, it's not about where you are, but it's about where you're going. So it means to not dwell in where you are right now, right? If you're in a shitty situation, acknowledge the fact that you're in a shitty situation. So in that way, you're able to move on up to ascend. If you don't know who you are, that's part of the shift. That's part of it. You're on the right track. And mind you, I cut my finger about two weeks ago. I cut it up pretty badly. I was trying to open up a soup can and I used my right thumb to open up the top, like the sharp part, and I sliced up my thumb, okay? There was blood everywhere. There was blood on my sink. I had to rush to go to the doctor and I got three stitches. And yeah, it sucked. It was painful right? But when I look at my thumb now, two weeks later, the pain is gone and there's no more cut, which goes to show that the pain that you are facing, this loss of identity that you're facing right now, it's going to pass. It's not going to be there forever, right? And also speaking of loss of identity, I've taken this year to explore myself in terms of my appearance as well as my fashion, right? Because, you know, I find each year my style changes. So I'm wanting to embrace a more feminine side, whether it's through my style of clothes or how I do my hair or, you know, two days ago, I'm learning how to apply false lashes. (laughs) And making sure that they don't fall off. And also, I've been doing my nails. You know, I wear press-on nails. And they're a really beautiful length because they make me feel good about myself. It's, it's, it's me embracing my divine feminine energy, right? So it's almost like I'm abolishing the old tomboy Camille with the baggy clothes and um, very little confidence that was quite masculine, if you ask me. And I'm stepping more into a divine feminine side. 
of lipstick, lashes, nails, um, wearing more clothes that make me feel empowered and um, liberated, right? So I'm, I'm learning to embrace my body more. You know, I'm very proud of the body that I have for it's gotten me to so many places and it has moved me in so many ways that I cannot imagine, right? I only have one body, so I have to take care of it. And if I want to look good in a cute little dress, then, you know, I, I have no shame in, in doing that anymore, right? So just taking the time to explore this new identity and seeing what you can uncover. And y'all, <laughs> last night, your girl caved in and she bought a wig, okay? She bought a wig. She gonna learn how to do her own hair. She gonna learn how to put on a wig and just embrace the bad B that she was destined to be, right? So um, th there's a lot of things that I have been going through these past two weeks that I thought at first were signs of um, lowering myself, right? Because I always thought that if I'm at the bottom, I'm gonna stay there, but no. When you're at the bottom, the only direction you can go is upwards, right? So each day has become something new. And since therapy, I've been able to learn something new about myself, whether it was positive or negative. And I find myself going back to the past a lot and revisiting scenes in my life that made me uncomfortable, left me triggered, and just left me wondering, what the hell? Why did I do this? Why did I say this? That, ladies and gentlemen, is called healing and doing the inner work. So um, this has been the week of compassion for myself. So I'm learning to cultivate more compassion for my being and for my existence. Um, we live in a generation of productivity and constant hustle. And we're hustling to the point where it is causing us a great deal of misery. And I, for one, will not be like one of those people. If my body is tired, I'm not going to work. I'm not going to force it. I'm simply going to relax and take those moments to cultivate self-compassion for myself. Right? So it can be um, practicing mindfulness. Because... Whenever I get into that negative space, I tend to criticize myself. I tell myself, you're an idiot. Why didn't you do this? Oh, you should have done it like this. Why? Like, what's wrong with you, Camille? And I would actually hear that voice in my head. And the voice in my head would manifest verbally to the point where I was saying it. You always say such stupid things. You don't know what you're talking about. That's why people don't fuck with you and so on. Right? So that internal critic is going to manifest into itself and it's also going to manifest into the life that you want for yourself. And I, for one, baby, do not want to be miserable. So that's where meditation comes into play. That's where positive affirmations come into play. You know, telling yourself something new that you love about yourself each day. Like, oh, your hair looks cute today. Or, oh, like you look so beautiful. Or, oh, you know, this new hairstyle really suits you. I love this outfit, girl, like you got it. You look fabulous, you know what I'm saying? And also, in terms of having more compassion for yourself, understand that you're not alone, okay? Since the pandemic started, um, it put people out of a lot of jobs. A lot of people were struggling. And I find that 
they were getting very much vocal about the things that they were going through. So I will sit up here and tell you guys right now, okay? I'm not where I want to be at. And I'm okay with that. I'm not where I want to be, but I know what I want my future to look like. And in order for me to have the life and future that I want, I have to walk, talk, and act as if I'm in that position already. And that has been one of the hardest things I've ever had to learn. And, you know, I definitely want to have a, a guest on this the podcast to talk more about this because um, I feel like it'll be good to put me on game about this as well as others who are listening. But um, I started creating a manifestation mood board. Well, pardon me, I had to swallow. So I created a manifestation mood board on Canva where I categorized what parts in my life that I want to manifest. So I have a mood board for my fashion sense. I have a manifestation mood board for travel destinations because honey, I'm plotting a trip. And if all goes well, I can hopefully be on a plane for my 30th birthday next August. I'm going to speak this out. I have a manifestation mood board for the career that I want. And I have a manifestation mood board for the life that I want. And also I have one in terms of my living situation, as well as my relationships. What kind of man do I want to attract? What qualities does he need to have? Does he need to be compassionate? Does he need to be supportive, loving, and caring? He needs to be all of those things. And as I work through that, if I continue to keep showing up as this divine being, this leader, this woman of confidence, of peace, a woman of great power. That will manifest into itself. The right people will show up. I will attract the right man. I will attract the right career. And it's been hard, y'all. It's been mad hard. Like the number of times I've cried this week, um... I'd say it's been about two or three times. And I remember watching a Tyler Perry movie, uh, Tyler Perry movie sorry. <laughs> it was the, uh, what was it called? Diary of a Mad Black Woman. It's from 2005. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's about a woman who um, gets kicked out of her house by her husband. So basically her husband left her for another woman and she has to get back up on her feet. She has to start over again, right? And as she's starting over and putting pieces of her life back together, a man comes along who is the complete opposite of her husband, who is kind, caring, um, emotional, and is willing to protect her because she wasn't used to that in her marriage, right? And as she's putting the pieces of her life back together, this man shows up. Why? Because she showed up as the woman that she wanted to be. She wanted to be a woman of love, a woman of compassion. And she learned through her journey to have compassion and care for herself. And I'm very big on the term compassion. Um, I'm very fortunate enough to have grown up in a family where I was loved and supported, not in terms of what I achieved, but in terms of the person that I am and was. So all the compassion that I get from other people, whether it's from my parents, from my friend group, 
or from colleagues or, and even strangers for that matter. I soak up enough of that so that I'm able to pass it down to others and create a safe space for people to be vulnerable, to create that sacred zone where you can be yourself wholeheartedly and not have to worry about being judged. We're all going through something, y'all, okay? We are all going through something that we don't even speak or talk about. And it is on us to ensure that what we are putting out is love, kindness, and supportive energy. I had a falling out with a friend a couple weeks ago due to this, right? So when you put your foot down and say, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore, you're protecting yourself. You are putting yourself first. And that is something that I was unable to do because I was gaslighted so much to the point where whatever that it is I was feeling, I was made to believe that it wasn't true. I was made to believe that what I was feeling wasn't real. And that's why, y'all, that's why I preach so hard about why we should love ourselves and how important it is that we put ourselves first. It is not selfish. This is your self. This is your being. This is your life. And it's on you to do that inner work. And I'm happy and thankful to say that I'm doing the inner work because I know that the inner work that I'm doing will manifest into my reality. I got to take care of what's going on internally before I can shine externally. And going to therapy has been one of the greatest decisions that I've ever made in my 29 years of being on this earth. And uh, each week I cannot wait to talk to my therapist. I can't wait. I'm talking to her on Monday again, y'all. And I cannot wait. Like I'm counting down the days until I get to see her face and tell her about my week and what happened and what I was feeling like and what I was going through and how a certain situation made me feel. So, um, that's all I have to say. And I hope that whoever's listening to this, that you are taking the time for yourself and that you are taking the time to treat yourself with compassion, treat yourself with empathy, treat yourself with care, treat yourself with gentleness. Because when you do, that's when your life starts to change. And I cannot wait until that blessing comes. I know some, I know, I know God has something in store for me. I know he does. I'm not going to say it. And if I want to cry, if I want to be sad, I'm going to allow myself to be sad. If I'm tired, I'm going to allow me, myself, and my body to be tired. I'm not going to force it. And neither should you. (laughs) Oh, that felt so good to say. (laughs) And I also want to take this moment to thank everybody, whether you are on Instagram or if I know you in real life for all the love, kindness and support. Um, You know who you are. I've had multiple conversations with people about this and um, you all have been so compassionate and kind And the way you've responded to this, 
I, I don't I don't, don't want to cry, but the way that y'all have responded has said everything about your character. And um, I really hope that good things happen to you. And I hope that whatever blessing is out in the world, that it finds its way to you and that it changes your life because you deserve it. And also I deserve it too. So thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Glow Up Table. Yo, we on episode nine, correct? Goddamn, sis. Okay, she is thriving. She is up on the come up, baby. She is glowing up. (laughs) But anyways, I'm going to hop off here on The Glow Up Table. If there's anything that you want me to talk about in a future episode, I'll do a poll on my Instagram and, you know, we'll engage. But if there's anything that you guys want me to talk about specifically, please let me know. Don't hesitate. Um, I'm an open book. I like to be as transparent as I can be. So shoot me a message on either my personal account at Camille Annually or shoot me a message on the glow up table at the glow up table on Instagram. And don't forget to give your girl a follow too, man. We got to support. We got to support on the glow up. Okay. We all got to go and glow somewhere. <laughs> you feel me? But anyways, I'm hopping off. I'm gonna go take care of myself and I'm gonna probably, I don't know, paint some shit or something like that, but I'm gonna go take care of myself and treat myself with care. You know why? I deserve it. That's why. So thank you for another episode, y'all. I'm your host, Camille Ann Willie. I'm out. Let's glow.